Hey guys, it's Holly, and basically, I thought I'd make a podcast about parenting, first time being a mom, and all the struggles, and I just want to make a little thing at the beginning here that I am very sorry for my stuffy nose. I basically spend all day at home, um, alone. I work from home, and, um, I get lonely, so, you know, this is my opportunity to maybe get a voice out there and talk and whether nobody listens or whatever, it's not a big deal to me, but it's just an outlet um, that will hopefully help me in a sense too to just let myself go. And uh, yeah, so let's just get started. So I guess for today's episode, we'll just talk about um, being a first time mom, I guess, and the struggles of getting there. So I guess we'll just start with my journey of becoming a first-time mom. I am 22, going to be 23 this year, and um, my journey to parenthood wasn't um, the greatest, but I got there, and I couldn't be happier. So, to begin off, I guess April of last year, so 2018, uh, we actively... Well, we'll say actually March. We actively started trying to get pregnant, and... um, right off of birth control, and we got the privilege of getting pregnant surprisingly really fast, and um, unfortunately, not many women out there want to talk about it or are afraid to talk about it, and at the beginning, I was afraid to talk about it, and that is miscarriage, and um, I kept it a secret for the longest time from everybody, and now that I have a beautiful, healthy two-month-old, and I have so much more to look forward to, and stuff like that, I'm okay to open up about it and share, and, um, so we found out we were pregnant, and it happened relatively fast, and unfortunately, we ended up losing the baby, and we found out at an ultrasound that the baby had, um, uh, just wasn't there, and, um, That was one of the hardest things um, that a person probably could deal with, especially actively trying for a baby and wanting a family and stuff like that. And, you know, it hurt and it hit us hard as a family of just two at that time. But I guess um, the miracle went on. We, I, I guess, went to the doctor and they were actively checking my HCG levels and, um, Within a month later, my HCG level started to rise, and we found out that we were expecting our current baby girl that we have now, and um, you better believe it or not, when we found out we were pregnant with our baby girl now, um, it was one of the scariest moments ever, because every time we had to go for an ultrasound, every time we had to go for a doctor's appointment, in my mind... um, something was going to be wrong. Either she wasn't going to be growing, she would have stopped growing, there was going to be no heartbeat, um, it's just, was going to be something wrong. And that fear never changed all the way up until our last ultrasound with her during my pregnancy at 36 weeks, I do believe it was. Um, even though I could feel her move and I knew she was okay, um, Still, that fear of going into that ultrasound room was one of the scariest things ever uh, that I had to deal with if I ever went 
remotely most of the day without feeling her move because I did have an anterior placenta. It was a major fear of just wanting to rush to the doctor or the hospital to see if she was okay. And it took a lot for me just to let go to know that, you know, she's okay. She's growing fine. Um, which I am very thankful for, you know, the support that I had uh, with family that did know about previous miscarriage. And my doctor was fantastic. My OB was absolutely fantastic with, um, you know, sharing and being open. And I was able to, you know, express my feelings to him and everything. And, you know, that that's one of the biggest things that people need to realize that their doctors are there to help. And sometimes I know... Uh, some doctors aren't that great, and I totally know because I've been through my share. But if you find a good doctor that you really connect with and that is willing to sit there and listen to their patients, tell them anything you want, your your concerns, even if you feel silly or worried or completely stupid for worrying or thinking that, because trust me, I went through my share of things. Uh, my My worries of her not... Um, you know, being there, my doctor sent me for extra ultrasounds that would just, you know, initially be one of the hardest things at the beginning, but gives, you know, you a peace of mind in the end, knowing that your baby's okay, she's still growing, and that kind of thing. So, you know, the journey of becoming a mom was one of the hardest ones ever. Um, I don't think I ever stopped worrying during my pregnancy, even though I knew everything was okay, like I said, and, you know, a lot of women don't want to talk about it. They just talk about the pregnancies that they have had. They don't ever want to talk about the ones, um, that they did have that ended badly or didn't turn out the way that they wanted them to and that kind of thing, you know, and I think it needs to be openly talked about a bit more because there's so many women and girls out there that struggle with this and, they don't know who to talk to or if they can talk to anybody because they figure that, you know, they're almost alone. And trust me, I know that feeling. I have definitely felt like I was absolutely alone um, going through that because I didn't know anybody who had gone through it uh, personally uh, with the family. I did have one person, but unfortunately they were far distance and not with the best relationship. And I just didn't want to actively open up and tell them that, especially since I, again, took so long to openly talk about it, and this is my outlet, you know, uh, I did do YouTube, I still kind of do YouTube here and there when I do get time to edit and video and all that kind of stuff, I will open an Instagram for you guys to, you know, chat with me and that kind of thing, this I think is my way of when I don't feel the greatest of being on camera, I don't feel like picking up the camera, being in front of it, I can sit and talk and get my voice out there as well, because like I said, <clears throat> this topic today, a lot of women don't actively want to open up and talk about it, and there's so many people out there that feel like they're alone, and Trust me, you're not alone. People go through it every single day. And the statistics for it is insane. Um, for my age group, I think my doctor said it was almost, don't quote me, I could totally be wrong, 1 in 10 girls at my age um, experience a miscarriage for their first baby. And I think, sorry, I am suffering a cold, I think the hardest part about going through that is the constant guilt of that you did something wrong. And 
at that point, you know, it might not necessarily be that you did anything wrong. And most likely, you did everything perfectly right. You did everything that you possibly could. It's just maybe your baby had some abnormalities or, um, you know, things like that that they just couldn't survive growing. And unfortunately, it's hard to come across because you can't believe it. Like, how could how could that happen to you and all this and um you know another thing that was really hard for me is seeing the fact that I have uh, friends my age having beautiful healthy pregnancies don't have a problem with keeping their babies and having them grow healthy and strong and all of that kind of thing and then you're stuck in the middle of you know you couldn't and I came across an experience, um, I dealt with one, uh, a relatively close friend, uh, significant other, basically making a jab at my face, um, saying that, uh, oh, look at us, we can have two babies, you can only have one, and, um, at that point I was pregnant with my daughter that is now two months old, and, you know, you don't say that to anybody, I don't care if you know that they've had a miscarriage, you don't know that they've had a miscarriage, you shouldn't say stuff like that to anybody because you don't know who's struggling or what people are going through, especially when it comes to pregnancy and having a baby. There's so many different struggles and so many different heartaches when it comes to it, whether it is miscarriage, stillbirth, uh, going through it, and maybe your partner just doesn't want to be with it, you know, unplanned pregnancies that maybe you didn't want, but you've grown to love and, you know, you it's just different things. You don't sit there and judge somebody. It's almost like asking someone how far along they are when they might not even be pregnant. It's a very touchy subject, and um, especially when it comes to April Fool's Day, a lot of people think it's a joke. Oh, I'll just pretend. I'll just say that I'm pregnant as a prank or joke. I don't come kindly to that, and I've had personal experiences where uh, friends have done that, and I don't agree with it just because I know what it is like to go grieve through that process when it is actually true and happening um you know you just don't do that kind of thing and like I said being open about it to many people took a long time for me and it's okay if you don't ever want to become open about it trust me it's hard and I think the biggest struggle for me was that it happened so fast uh, the miscarriage, and then getting pregnant so fast afterwards, and then having a healthy pregnancy, it even got to the point where I was feeling guilty for having a healthy pregnancy again afterwards, because I figured that that baby deserved to have a life, and unfortunately, he or she did not, and I don't regret having my baby girl one bit whatsoever, but trust me, I enjoyed my pregnancy as much as I could with her, but unfortunately, things did get in the way at certain times, and it became stressful and hard and upsetting and, um, you know, nerve-wracking, especially those first ultrasounds, and even until the end of it, I was constantly worried. Um, skip forward to actually giving birth, you know, I had a scare of I had to get induced, which isn't what I wanted, but unfortunately you can't control that, um, when it comes to, uh, giving birth and having the fear of the medication that I got put on to induce me, uh, slowing her heart rate and having to get prepared for an emergency C-section in case it needed to if her heart rate didn't come back up was one of the most awful things that I could think of and, um, you know, 
scared the shit out of me in stances. Like, um, okay, I've made it this far, and now my baby's heart rate is dropping. And thankfully, her heart rate came up, and we had a beautiful delivery, and everything went perfectly fine afterwards. But, you know, it's the initial fear of having lost before, and then making it this far, thinking that, okay, this is the moment I'm going to be able to hold my my baby girl or my baby boy at that point. Um, it was a really hard thing and set me into an anxiety uh, mess and attack that I can still remember the moment that they told me that. Um, It makes my heart drop every single time because I couldn't imagine if something would have happened, um, you know, if something would have had to happen. And um, thankfully they were right on top of it and we didn't need a C-section, but, you know, it's it's a fear and when you go through it once you're worried it's gonna happen again and the chances are it could happen again and 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 more than once and that's the sad part and that's the bad part about it all is it's a struggle in itself and I think women need to lift each other up and let everybody know that they're not alone whether they still haven't had that beautiful pregnancy that they've wanted or whatever, if they're still going through miscarriages, just that they, they know that it is possible to have a miscarriage and end up with a beautiful pregnancy. It is possible. It, it totally is because trust me, I was in that place. I didn't think so. And I kind of regret not enjoying my pregnancy more with my daughter um, and let the worry go. But you know, it's there. And I guarantee you 100% when the time comes that we start trying for a second baby, those fears are still going to be there. The first ultrasounds, the first heartbeat listening, Everything is going to be a nerve-wracking scare because I've gone through it. I know that it can happen. And I remember sitting in that ultrasound place the very first time we found out that our baby wasn't there the first time. And I am one who does not like to cry in front of people. And trust me, I broke down in tears. I didn't want to leave that room. I But I I had to. I had to get up, walk out of that place and get in the vehicle, and almost pretend like it didn't happen, it, and it was hard, you go through the motions of it, and you just break, every day is harder, and trust me, don't feel afraid to talk to people about it, please don't send yourself into depression, because trust me, I did that, you need to talk to people, and get that voice out, and I used YouTube as an outlet, now I'm using this as an outlet, because trust me, it made me feel so much better just getting it off my chest than holding it in when I'm sitting here by myself all day, and you don't get to, you know, let it out and show people that, you know, it happens, you're not alone, it's okay, and getting stuff off your chest, whether you feel like you're just talking to yourself, or like me, I'm sitting here talking into a microphone, and I already feel 10 times better, I feel like a 10,000 pound weight, or an elephant has been lifted off my shoulders, just getting it off, and being able to talk, and that's what I want this podcast to be, is talking about different things each day, parenting struggles, maybe even financial struggles, because, you know, I'm 22, almost 23, and trust me, I've had my fair share, and business owning, and being a mom, and, you know, there's everyday struggles, and being home alone when you feel lonely, when your partner's off at work, and stuff like that, there's a lot to talk about, and I can't just pick up the phone and just talk to whoever, because I don't have that, I basically, this is my outlet, so I hope you guys enjoyed, and I will maybe make this daily, every second day, or something like that, just whenever I feel like I want to 
come on here and talk, and I hope you guys enjoy. And like I said, I'll have an Instagram hopefully made for you. If not, you guys can follow me at H&R Fam. I do believe it's like H underscore R, something like that. Hold on, I will double check really quick before I make the mistake. I haven't posted in a while. Yes, it is H underscore R underscore fam, just F-A-M. Um, that is what I was using for my YouTube, but you guys for sure can go ahead and send me a follow on there, and hopefully I will become more active. Like I said, I hope you guys enjoyed, and this is just the beginning. Bye!